0: G'day guys and welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of the MKAU Show. I'm Melikan and tonight we are joined with Rash Rackham.
1: How you guys, are you going?
0: Uh, Fletcher117. Good evening. 117. Eon Redgraves? Sorry? It's 117,
2: isn't it? Yeah, it's 117.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
2: Or that Fletcher guy on every other platform that I'm on. Well,
0: there (laughs) we go. There we go. So that Fletcher guy. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Eon Redgraves already. How are you? And once again, Bossman Sub Zero. Howdy. Alrighty. So, um, in case you've been living under a rock, um, you probably know that um, Bethesda has been bought out by Microsoft. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but there was a little bit of, uh, on my behalf, there was a little bit of concern that um, they would only do Xbox exclusive titles from now on. Um, now, today, as they were finalizing their purchases, uh, they've actually announced that they're still going to maintain the exclusive titles for PlayStation 5 that, uh, that they've announced. But they will be moving to Xbox and PC uh, exclusive. So, what do we think about that? Let's uh, start off with you, Brashy.
1: Uh, for me personally,
0: I don't really mind.
1: Like they own it now, so they can do what they want, really. But um, I'm glad they like they're keeping the word and keeping the PlayStation like um, I saw, like um, Elder Scrolls online all like, that staying cross-platform and everything like that. So, and they did say that. At the moment not a lot's going to change for the moment so i'm not too concerned i
0: don't play heaps of bethesda games okay so that doesn't really affect you then obviously too much um all right then fletcher what about you mate what are you what are your thoughts on this one
2: i'm I'm wondering whether when they mention that there's going to be new exclusives that it is actually new ips or something like that creating something different for the Xbox makes sense. Like what having an existing profile or like an existing um, presence on all platforms it would be silly to move away from, especially, you know, Elder Scrolls, anything with that name on, like, like Brash just said, Elder Scrolls Online still sells a lot and it still earns a lot of money. It doesn't sound like it because it's never really in the limelight. But I mean, like Dishonored, if they continue that, I'd like that to keep going on multi-platform. But if they're going to move forward to like an Xbox exclusive, I'd like it to be something new, something that Xbox really makes it theirs. That's my opinion, at least. I hope, I hope they bring something new to the table other than things that are pre-existing.
0: Yep, yep, fair enough. Uh, what about you, Red Graz? What are your thoughts on the subject? I'm uh, glad that
3: there's going to be future exclusives for the Xbox because that has been the major lacking point of the new console. But, um, yeah, as Fletcher said, as long as they're a new IP and not just cutting the fan base for new installments of, like, Fallout or Skyrim,
0: then I'm all for it. Alrighty. Uh, What are your thoughts on that one then, Subby? Um, I don't know. My understanding
4: is that there were going to be a few existing titles that were going to be exclusives. I've not heard of anything about new IPs, but I mean this is ultimately a business decision, so I mean, they've spent a lot of money doing it. It'd be a bit stupid for not, not to put some existing titles exclusive to Xbox.
0: So Yeah, it was, it was like 7.5 billion or something, wasn't it? To... I don't
4: know, but it was a lot. So it'd be stupid not to put a few aside the for summer, themselves. No. Um, Yeah, I think you'll see a lot of the multi-platform, multiplayer games probably still be cross-play, but, you know, they'll probably just pick a couple, whether it's Wolfenstein, whether it's Dishonored, I don't know, but yeah, I I think you'll see that a couple of the existing ones will be exclusive to them now. Sorry, Brashy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, I don't care, it's Bethesda. Um, I think my biggest concern was that they would alienate a lot of fans of Fallout and um, Elder Scrolls and that because obviously Bethesda is well-known for those titles. So, and obviously, you know, Doom as well. Um, so my biggest concern was was that they would potentially alienate people who really liked those titles, but suddenly they just couldn't get them. But um, I think the fact that, They've said, you know, they're gonna maintain their promises with the PS5 exclusives. Um, but also did say, yes, okay, there's gonna be there's gonna be exclusive Xbox and PC titles. I think um I do think that's a smart move on their behalf, given that they now own the business and they are such a a big well-known company. It only sort of makes sense to go, okay, well, we'll make some exclusive things. So that's I think that's where I sit on that one. Um, obviously, they did have a few issues with uh, something in Europe who was sort of slowing down the fact that they were trying to purchase it. I will admit I didn't read too much into that. But um yeah, what do we think about most of your Bethesda titles now going on to uh, the xbox um, what is it Xbox Live Services?
2: Um, I see like I'm wondering whether they're going to play with timed exclusives, like uh, in my opinion, I think that that pisses people off more more than just having a flat out exclusive. Like, um I think they did that with Tomb Raider when Microsoft stepped in to help them finish the third installment of that. It was mm-hmm. a timed exclusive for the final one, and it eventually made its way back over there. It was either the second or the third one, and it didn't really have that much of a presence. Like, it, there was there wasn't really a lot of excitement when it did finally move over. So I don't know whether like they would go down that avenue. Um, my question for the new Elder Scrolls game and even the Fallout is, are they going to redo the game engine? Because people are really upset over Fallout 76, and that pretty much is a modded version of the existing uh, engine that they're using for all the old games.
0: It I, I seem don't to be think See, the... so I don't know that there's too much of an issue with the engine as such, personally. Um mm-hmm. I definitely think the way they implemented the game and during their initial release and, you know, basically didn't have any NPCs, I think that's the biggest thing that, uh, well, I know it's the biggest thing that annoyed me, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like there empty. wasn't... Yeah, it it really did. It felt very, very empty, which I guess, you know, that was the whole story behind it. But on the same token, I would have thought there'd still be the occasional NPC just not as many as you'd see in Fallout 4 or, you know, New Vegas or Fallout 3, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure that the engine's the issue as such. I think it's just a very poorly implemented game to begin with. It has obviously gotten a lot better since um, we've had the two DLCs drop. Mm-hmm. Um, like the fact that you can go and play with the Brotherhood of Steel or... You can go and, you know, join some survivors or you can join some um join some raiders. I think that's a pretty cool pretty cool idea. And it's it's good that Fallout seventy six now has some life in it. It does um, show
2: that they're committed to their IPs. I mean, they didn't oh, abandon it.
0: I mean 100%. obviously
2: they've just abandoned Anthem recently for EA at least, so but that was a long, painstaking <laughs> dragged out event but it's yeah definitely a game that probably shouldn't have been kept alive yeah but yeah look just sticking to their guns and they keep going at it like i think there's more dlcs or updates scheduled for 76 i believe
0: i do believe i read something about it and even even the um the brotherhood dlc that's come out or the expansion whatever you want to call it through technicalities um mm-hmm. it stipulates that you know that part of the story that they give you is sort of just the beginning so i really yep. hope there's a lot more to it but uh i do hope that Bethesda do keep their titles available to everybody and not just swap it out to uh Xbox and PlayStation personally because it could potentially cost them a lot of money yep that's my thoughts on that one anyway but um yeah no look we've also had a little bit of other news i don't think we've spoken about this one yet but uh as some of us are aware cd project red were the target of a cyber attack um obviously a lot of their information including things for the witcher um and obviously cyberpunk were stolen and sold for a ridiculous amount of money i personally well i don't think it was deserved at all um i think it was the wrong thing for anybody to do and i personally feel that uh, the people that did that were also the people that were whinging that the game hadn't come out quick enough so um what are our thoughts on that one we'll start off with you subby to be honest i didn't really read
4: into it too much i don't know i don't know i mean i don't know i honestly don't have too much to say about it it's it sucks the game needs fixing it's delayed them getting this game sorted out and all these bugs fixed and all that kind of stuff so that kind of sucks i still haven't really finished even got anywhere near finishing it i've just been waiting for some of these big patches to roll out so for me it's annoying because you know they can't get the game fixed to a you know better state but um i don't know it's not the first time companies have been hacked is it
0: no, definitely not. Definitely not. Do we potentially feel like the fact that they've been hacked and had information stolen would slow down the well, uh the fixing process? Well that's or, what they said, it, didn't and, they?
4: Didn't they say that this has caused them to um delay some fixes and patches and
0: stuff? I, I don't do, know. They, I, they
4: were locked out of their systems and everything. So
0: Yeah. They were physically I, I not able to I, do
4: anything from what I understand. I do
0: remember seeing something about them being delayed and I think Obviously, people that try and do these things need to take into consideration what effect this is going to have on the people that they're, I guess, trying to avenge. Um, but what are your thoughts on this one, Eon? Um, I thought it was just a
3: massive joke to read about. Like, uh, as you said, a lot of people are angry that the game launched and the state it did. But they were also angry when it was due to release and they said, oh, yeah, we're, we've got more work to do on it, we're aware it's not ready, and yet they still jumped up and down like entitled little children, there's no such thing as a perfect game release these days. No. I'm happy enough for a game to delay and release at a somewhat stable like platform instead of what uh, Cyberpunk released at. Like, even if it was another three months, I would have waited.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of people would have preferred to have waited, but obviously the uh, the children being louder than everybody else get the attention and sort of get what they want to hopefully shut them up. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one then, Fletcher? It would,
2: it would be gut-wrenching, like having to go through everything that they went through, because I think I was reading about the fact that they were working so hard and the whole crunch culture, like which has always been in limelight for the last two years in the gaming industry, and then you know to release that and then have to still put out extra work and go above and beyond sixty, like sixty-eight hour weeks or whatever it is, <laughs> and then to have it all stolen and have any chance of like any momentum that they had of getting the game back on track just stall out. That's got to be. Hugely taxing on on the mental state um, for them to <laughs> have to keep working through that on top of the criticism of the game and stuff like that. And uh, I know that they were saying at some stage their bonuses and their like uh, incentives were tied to the scores that they were getting. The game was going to get. Oh, wow. until everyone found out about that, and then <laughs> they had to abolish that rule. So, like it's it's hard for the, like it doesn't really affect us too much at the moment like as as a gamer, but like for the industry side of things that's huge like um people are already wondering whether that like this game was going to sink cd project red uh just from a shaky launch not a bad game uh like you know like they made the witcher three and you know you couldn't say anything bad about them for five like last five years or so and to now think about the fact that we barely bring their name up and they don't even have a chance to fix their baby it's must be real hard.
0: Yeah, no, definitely they've, um, aside from, you know, all the negative stuff you hear about them lately, they, uh, they're not, they're not brought up as often as they used to be. Definitely. What, uh, what are, what do you thinking, Brashy? Have you, have you anything to say on this subject?
1: Yeah, well, that's it'd be so demoralizing for them. Um, but in saying that, like you were saying, like, if, if it was people who are uh, Annoyed about it taking so long that they actually hacked them, they just shot themselves in the foot. Oh, and I, I heard it got, uh, they were selling it for like all the information they got, they were selling for about a million. And it was like, oh, buy it now for seven million. And then it did get sold. And then the person straight away said, yep, all right, it's sold, delete everything and yeah, leave it with it. So I'm hoping that whoever did buy it isn't like the hackers, at least. But, I don't know, not more, much more has come
4: about it since then. I guess at the same but, token for me is, how do you have bad security in a big place like CD Projekt Red?
0: Well, that's another thing, too. It's such a big company that is so heavily digital. How how did this happen? You know, maybe also, it was, it was an inside job.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking that, but also the name of the... um uh, Viruses like the Hello Kitty, was it Hello Kitty malware or the something like that? No. It, it's just disappointing. Like I don't know why people can't just wait. Like it's not going to kill you.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like obviously we live in a world where everyone so it we need to have it now and it has to be perfect and games there's never going to be a game with everything that they're pushing because they're constantly pushing the boundaries of what games are capable of doing there's there's never going to be a game that's going to launch and it's going to be perfect realistically every game is going to have bugs of some description that potentially were missed or you know accidentally left in or something like that so i think a lot of people and i don't want to I don't want to stipulate that it's a certain generation because I don't think it is. But I think a lot of people need to realise that, you know, go back 20 years ago when we were playing on Nintendo 64 or or Super Nintendo, for example, the way the game was on the cartridge, that was it. And those games had issues too. We just didn't really pay any attention to them. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that... Um, I don't think they took into consideration what effect their actions would have on other people in terms of, yes, okay, the game was launched in an unready state, but that was because people were screaming and threatening them because the game didn't release when it was meant to. Um, But yeah, I definitely think that they've really damaged the chances of that game potentially getting a lot better. Especially with a lot of the DLC that they they said they had on the way, but I think it'll get there. Oh, it'll. It might yeah, be too. It mind.
4: might be too late by then. But I mean, there's probably a lot of people that still haven't played it. So I don't know. We'll well, yeah, well, I I haven't played it
1: yet. So and I'll, I'll wait. I'm happy to wait. Well, yeah. I've played
4: a little bit, and I'm happy to wait just till it's a little bit more polished. Just yeah. A little but bit
3: sad. dedicated fans are gonna wait. So. I'll wait for I, any DLC for it.
0: Yeah. I, and look, I I did play it from release, and I finished it through once at least. Um, and while I did encounter bugs, it was nothing that I would say was absolutely terrible or, you know, I have to have my money back sort of thing. There's, you know, it's Anthem. That was absolutely horrible, and I was still playing it a couple of months ago. But You're right. I don't think... yeah i'm okay i'm a little bit depressed and twitchy um but yeah no i I don't think that cyberpunk was as bad as a lot of people make it out to be previous generations consoles by means maybe but i've seen some gameplay stuff on previous generation and even then yeah okay the dodgy the graphics were a little bit on the dodgy side and it might have been a little bit more buggy but I don't think it was as bad as what a lot of people were saying it was, unless there was something really wrong with their console.
4: I think but they would I think I, they'd be in a better position if straight off the rip they just didn't release it on last gen. I know they wanted yeah. to get more sales, yeah. but I think if they just avoided last gen on this one Probably it well, have I been wonder so bad. Whether,
2: I wonder how much of the investor side had to do with that. I mean. They brought a Xbox One Cyberpunk console. Mm. Like and they'd advertise that for how many months, etc. Like it was supposed to be out before that console even came out. And there's a brand new console coming out three months after that. Mm. So uh, like obviously they'd really invested and in really convinced someone, or someone had just flat out told them it's happening. You gotta make it happen. So Yeah. Um who who knows what happens behind behind closed doors. That's what I was saying. There must be gut wrenching for them to be going through this on top of everything they went through last year.
0: Not yeah. that anyone
2: really had a good year last year.
0: No, well speaking like game of game developer Yeah, no, definitely. Um that does sort of help us segue I guess into our, our next topic. Um I don't know about you guys, but I've sort of noticed that we seem to have some I guess better quality games from from smaller developers or indie developers over the last year. Uh, do we think that's potentially because being smaller companies, they're still able to work during lockdowns as opposed to big companies like Bethesda and, and C D Project Red? So have you guys would you say you guys have noticed anything sort of better with your indie games recently?
1: I'd say so.
2: Yeah. More frequent. Yeah, More
0: definitely.
1: frequent, like, yes. Yeah, so. like, especially uh, with Game
2: Pass. Um, there's there there's just tons of games. Oh no! I was just saying, like, your yeah, Game Pass every second, like second or third week. I feel like there's a new indie game dropping on that, on that, which is really cool.
4: I think people have well, just got I, the time working from home to, um, to, to dedicate their, their little projects a little bit more than they might have. To, yeah, I don't know. You've got to think every studio is working from home. So the question is, do you think the quality of even AAA games have improved or got worse? Considering they've spent a year and a half, a good solid year working from home to any releases that have come out recently. Like, I know, I was actually, funny you bring this up actually, because I was talking to a friend of mine that works at Water Brothers slash Netherreal on the Mortal Kombat thing, and he mentioned that they finished Aftermath while working from home. Wow. And that was pretty good. That,
3: yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was good content.
4: And I was surprised about that because I didn't realise it was kind of at that, like you know, in that twelve-month period, people working from home. So to know they finished that expansion from home, and they're still not in the office too. He said today they're still not back in the office.
0: Okay, wow, that's look. I I will admit I didn't really think too much about the AAA titles because aside from Cyberpunk, um, I can't say I paid too much attention to any other games that were re- really released i just remember seeing a lot of indie titles and um i definitely think that the quality of the indie games has significantly improved over the last 12 months but um yeah by all means um as you said mortal Kombat um aftermath was was done during lockdown they were working from home and they're they're still at home Ooh. um things are obviously slowly starting to Open up in Australia. Don't know about other countries. Um, but uh, that's another little bit of a segue. Um obviously, PAX have announced their dates for two thousand and twenty one uh, down in Melbourne. So that looks like it's a go ahead, which I'm kind of excited for. Um, but we're also seeing other conventions opening up. So we've got next month, I think we've got supernova down the Gold Coast, um, and there's a couple more you know around the country, and then, Later this year, we've got Supernova in Brisbane. How do we feel about these things opening up now that, um, well, since Corona's still a thing, but not as not as prominent in Australia.
2: It'd be I'm, interesting to see how they handle <laughs> like meeting people. But you, you go,
3: Regrave. I'm uh, a bit wary on the PAX situation because uh, Victoria's still always got their restrictions up so um like i'm definitely gonna pay for my ticket to go on everything and if it happens it happens it's usually the only major convention i attend during the year anyway but uh i do hope that pax does happen this year
0: yeah and what are you are you hoping how are you hoping they handle it are you hoping there's a little bit more control over how they're cramming people in. Cause I know my first packs, 2019 um, everyone was crammed in like Sardines. So. Yeah.
3: Um, well, I was reading that they're going to be doing limited ticket releases to uh, the venues um, allocation of how many people are in there. So even if it, even if it does go ahead with that restriction, they're already aware that the numbers are going to be smaller than the last few years. So they've already taken into consideration that social distancing's still a thing, COVID's still going to be around. So it's just an adjustment period that they've got to fine tune, I
0: guess. All right. and uh, what about you, there, Fletcher? What are what are your thoughts on this one?
2: Well, see, I was interested when they said that they're bringing it back. Um, at first, I thought they were going to do something that was maybe potentially closed to the public, where it was. They would only bring in someone with influence, like like someone that's like got a like a social media presence or like review companies and, and such. Like how they used to do the old E three events, where it wasn't open to the public. It was just people that were inside the industry that would go in there. Like I was wondering whether they would do something like that to limit the amount of people that go. But the fact that like you know, everyone's been starved for these kind of things, you know, it'd be hard. It, like it, it'd be Hard for the you know general public to say we've been there multiple times you know you can't lock us out now. I'm not too sure which would be better. To like to be honest, like I I want it to be available to as many people as possible because I, like I've I've never been to a Pax. I've been to uh, the EB Games Expo for Australia, mm-hmm. which was like the first ones that we kind of had here. So if they bring it back, I, like I'd want them to to be able to go all out and you know make it like a full spectacle for it, but. Hopefully, by the end of the year, things are a lot sta- stabler for everyone. But it just begs the question of, you know, how many people are we going to bring over? Are we going to actually talk to people that are properly related w- with the games that are being developed? Or are we going to just talk with a spokesperson? Same with yeah, the meeting no. greets. Like, like you know, are they going to have... Like, I know for Supernova, which you mentioned, you used to pay 50 to $100 to go meet someone. I wouldn't really want to pay fifty, hundred dollars meet someone if they say you stand on that side of the room and just say hi. So, how like how are they going to coax the people to come over here if they're not really, if the people aren't going to be willing to spend the money to see them? Yep, yep, definitely.
0: What about you, there, Brashi? Have you uh, have you attended any conventions? And if so, what are your thoughts on how they might um, how they might control these ones?
1: Yeah, I, I went to PAX like maybe about six years ago, I think. Yeah. You know? last time I went to the um, but it's a tough, tough call because I know they're rolling out the vaccination now. And already like the frontline nurses and doctors are already getting it. And apparently like defence is next. Um, so hopefully by the time October comes around, if all goes well it could be good and non-issue but if um that doesn't happen then especially victoria victoria is just horrible for it um and at any stage victoria could just go into full lockdown again but um i got my fingers crossed because i'm excited for it i really want to go might just have to cosplay as someone with a mask like akashi or
4: something (laughs) uh, i think um Sammy, knuckle, knuckle Sandwich in the Discord, he's going as um, Cabal. Oh, yeah. He's dressing up as Cabal with his little um, COVID mask on.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll dress up as Katana.
0: Katana? <laughs> Hot.
1: I'm
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> taking you back to the hotel room. Um, yeah, anyway, what about you, Subby? What are your thoughts on that one? Look, since uh pretty sure you've been to more of them than any of us. Yeah, I have big to a few.
4: Um, look, the problem is hotel quarantine, isn't it? That's where That's where it all leaks. That's that's what they yeah. need to fix up. I mean all these all these lockdowns are all because of poorly managed hotel quarantine, so you know. Gotta fix it I guess. And I think I don't think you'll see international people come in unless they probably got the jab first, maybe. I don't know. They're looking at that whole health passport thing. I don't know, at the moment, anyone coming into the country, I think, is just sitting there two weeks quarantine and then going and doing their tour or doing their book signings or whatever the hell they're doing at the moment. They've just got to sit in quarantine, so I think you'll get international guests. I don't know about the the um, photos and signatures, though. I don't know. I mean, they just had the first con this year in Sydney, Con pop-up last weekend. So I'm waiting to... Give it a week to see if there's any COVID outbreaks from that. That was in Sydney, so um I know that yes, they're limiting numbers, but they're also spreading out all the stuff inside the convention centers as well. It's not you know, so close together anymore. They're quite separated, so people aren't gathered in groups too much. Um so that that's another one of the things that I I do know they're doing is spreading out all the stuff inside, and limiting numbers of people going to the convention. So,
1: look, Have I think it will be prices?
2: what's that? Have they released prices? Like, for... Are they going to use like for the just general admission? Are they going to use um, the fact that they're going to let people to try and rec- recoup their losses? Not too
4: sure. To like I, like I said, price. it's probably worth just checking what i was comic-con didn't how much tickets were for last weekend because mm-hmm. I, I didn't it's fun I, yeah i didn't actually look at how much tickets were actually to be honest i don't even, even know if they were tickets they, they called it a pop-up so it might have been even free i don't i don't really know i don't i don't know so mm-hmm. i just know that the limiting number of people into the convention and really spacing out everything inside so they're not all jammed up together so I, think I mean, like, on a lighthearted
2: note. It's probably going to be the, like the cleanest convention experience ever. I don't know if yeah, you've ever <laughs> been to an okay. like a, like a place where you can smell. <laughs> so oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whether that's going to affect other things. Other
0: than nerdy people's BO. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And so. if it's going to be difficult for international people, there'll probably be a lot less stalls and everything around too. So they'll be able to spread it out. Well, I did post
0: an article
4: up today with at least 100 photos of last week's convention. So, if you're interested to sort of see what it looked like, I guess the photos probably might show a little bit. I haven't looked at all of them yet. But I was Comic-Con, supplied them all, so um, I, I posted that up today.
0: Oh, definitely worth having a look. If you it looked, want to it, that it looked
4: pretty normal to me, in all honesty, from what, what I did look at it. Literally just looked like I was Comic-Con normally. Just... Everything's spaced out a lot more. That's all. Lots of space between everything.
0: And that's that. Did you say that was on the Discord or on the website or both?
4: It's on the website. It's on both. Yeah. See on both.
0: It's 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 everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So if you do want to check that out, jump onto mkaugaming dot com or our Facebook page at mkaugaming. Um, that way, if you are interested in going to conventions, you can have a little bit of a look at um, what people are currently doing to to try and reduce the risk of. COVID spreading again um, but otherwise I think that about sums us all up unless anybody else has anything they might like to add or bring up Yuffie
1: DLC what?
0: the Yuffie DLC
1: for the Final Fantasy um,
4: 7 remake sure you could talk about it
1: yeah go um, so, I was saying, it, it, just, it just looks amazing I love it so I can't wait for it but people are a bit annoyed at the fact that the DLC is not going to be free for the people getting the PS5 upgrade from the PS4, which includes me,
4: but, yeah. Where's your PS5?
1: Well, because if you got the PS- if you buy the PS5 um, version straight up, um, you get the DLC free, but if you mm. already have the PS4 version and get it upgraded to the PS5 version, like I have, um, you have to pay for the DLC.
0: Uh, so the
4: way they, they do these console upgrades, and scr- it's so annoying, dude.
3: I thought the uh, PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII was free if you already owned it on before.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, it is. So my upgrade from the PS4 version of it to the PS5 version of it with the upgraded graphics and everything like that is free. But then I, I had to pay for the DLC to get the Yuffie DLC. Whereas if you, buy, if you buy it straight on PS5, you get the DLC with the game. That's
4: How much is PLC? I'll tell you what's even rougher. Probably rough. about 60-something bucks, probably. It's Fuck just as annoying. I just saw the other day, I didn't even take notice of it when the news came out. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, if you own it, I could be getting this wrong, but if you own it digitally, you'll get the upgrade to next gen. If you own it physically, they're not going to just upgrade your game with an update. You literally have to buy it again on PS5 or Xbox. Series X. Yeah. yeah, Mortal like, Shell did the exact same thing. Like, they're not just uh, going to, oh, we've got an upgrade, so if you got it on this, if you play it on here, you'll get the upgrade. No, you've, literally if you buy it physically, you have to buy it again physically. It's like and robbery.
0: The- yeah. yeah, that's, that is very rough. That's, um, I feel like that's not entirely fair, to be completely honest, but it's business decisions on their behalf. I mean, you're pre- Look, you could probably still put the disc
4: in it, it'll work, but you're not getting any of the visual upgrades
0: hmm.
4: unless you buy it again.
2: Is there really much visual upgrades for Tony Hawk games, though? Like,
4: not being. I don't know. Just the standard, <laughs> as far as I know. 4K, um, native, I don't know, whatever the. Yeah. It's Tony, it's Tony Hawk. Them. It's not like it's a. It's not like it's, it's a not- Witcher or a Cyberpunk or anything. But, it's a bloody skateboard game. I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, it does seem like they're all pushing, pushing hard for everything to move away from the older gen to the newer gen.
0: Good. Which I I can understand that, but on the same token, they can't keep up with the orders still for the new hmm. gen releases. So I th- I feel like that's something that they shouldn't be doing until Sony and Xbox can can actually maintain their um maintain and, and produce enough stock for people to be able to get what they're asking for. Like, I'm still getting phone calls at work saying, hey, have you got the PlayStations yet? Have you got the Xbox yet? And the short answer is no. And we have no idea when we're going to get them. Well,
1: I'd like to see, because they're bringing, when they bring the DLC out, that's also when they're releasing the um, upgrade version of the remake. I'll be interested to see if maybe they've been... Mass produce it, or trying to mass produce as much as possible, and have a sort of second sort of launch with, because you have to buy the PS5 version to get the free DLC, so they'll want people to have the PS5s. So, yeah, I think there's in business sense releasing like a whole bunch of PS5s with the new remake upgrade for the PS5 and the DLC seems like it'd be a um, good move if it's possible
4: just seems like they're sneaking in these little incentives so you do move away but like malik said the problem is you can't move away because you can't freaking buy the bloody machines
1: yeah that's what i'm I'm hoping and it's probably false hope but hoping that um when they when the game does come out because i think it's in october november i think it was um that they might have a fresh batch of new consoles coming out to facilitate the remakes uh, remaster for the PS5, because like they just release the new PS5, only the people who have PS5s are going to be able to benefit from it. And sort of yeah, it seems like releasing a whole bunch of PS5s at the same time, they probably get a uh, fair bit of business
0: from it. So, I think what Brashy's is, Brash is saying here is uh, anyone from Square Enix, if you are listening, he would like a code for free, please. That's <laughs> uh,
4: right, what it is.
1: about you? Get on your door. <laughs> I'll, you? I'll, I'll give him a of
0: 10. Yeah. yeah Copy yeah, right. by yeah. its
4: scores, bro. Copy doing that.
0: <laughs> all right. What about you, Fletcher? Have you got any uh, additional news you might want to bring up at all?
2: No, like the the funniest thing for me that's happened recently was the guy that uh, escaped from prison and then got caught because he went out to buy Call of Duty on disc. And I <laughs> know why way, would do that when you could download the thing. So, but I guess maybe you couldn't deposit the cash that he'd stolen or or whatnot. But just speaking of like you know PlayStation games and robberies and stuff. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> just fancy fancy getting arrested because you're buying a. Well, not because you're buying a computer game, but, you know, imagine going into a store and seeing somebody getting arrested because they're buying a computer game. Well, it just shows. Everyone's going
2: crazy. Everyone needs a new video game to get them through. So let's Uh, hope that nothing else gets delayed this year.
1: I'm on the run, but i really need to play some (laughs) con.
3: Hey, what about you, Red Graves? Have you got anything you'd like to bring up? Uh, Not really. The only... Major thing I'm hoping that that doesn't happen this year is a delay for Resident Evil Village. That's probably the biggest game I'm hyped for for this year. Right,
0: right. Fair enough, fair enough. And Subby, finally, anything else you might like to bring
4: up? Uh, Normally we do this at the start, but I'd like to know just what everyone's playing and stuff at the moment. Normally this is a thing we do at the beginning, but... Malik it missed is. it, he fucked up, it is, so... Yeah.
0: Well, look, it's been a while since <laughs> I've run one of these things, so you had, you, your faith was unwarranted, mate, so... Yeah, I,
4: I, I don't know, I'd just like to know what everyone's currently playing at the moment. I know everyone's pretty tied up with reviews, so I don't know if we can really mention some of them, but... Um, what is everyone playing at the moment?
1: I, I think i can mention one, one was no embargo. What is it? Sure. The
4: YS? Yeah,
1: no, no, that's right. I think. So I was playing YS nine, the Monster Knox. That was really good. I really enjoyed that.
4: So what is it? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know.
1: Well, all the um, YS games are based around like this guy an adventurer, and he just goes around, and every single game he just gets swept up in all like this out of the world sort of bullshit. Gets like a magical weapon at the end of it, defeats the bad guys mysteriously loses or breaks the magical item that he gets at the end and then goes on to the next game without the magical items or anything like that and starts over again with another adventure and they even make fun of it in the game Because um, they, they one guy uh, One of the people was always like oh Because uh, he gets arrested at the very start and one of the things they charge him with is like Mysterious you come along and get swept up in all this and you find some relic weapon and then that happens to break or get lost, and then um, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty. It's um, so no, yeah. Because Falcon and NES America, they've been um, they've been doing a really good job, like last year, this year. Because I've I've reviewed a couple of their games now, and they've all been pretty high on my list. And I'm like, this will probably be uh, probably make one of my my top ten for this year too. Yes, yeah, I was I was really enjoying, and yeah, it's. Fun, yeah.
4: Okay. But um, other than that,
1: Apex pretty much.
4: Apex, I've noticed that. What's wrong with you?
1: Uh,
4: Trying to try get back <laughs> into it.
1: Trying to try like hone my first-person shooter skills a little
4: bit. Got a 1v1 me or something.
1: <laughs> I'll lose. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. Hey, Redgrave, what are you be played? Or what are you uh,
3: looking at playing? been playing... Uh, Mortal Shell Enhanced
0: Edition. Um, and You you seem to like that. I um, i edited your review and you seem to like that a lot.
3: I love anything Souls related. Like I was mm. talking to Brashy about this at uh, the Christmas party. I was asking him how he was going with Demon Souls since I didn't have a PlayStation 5 at the time. But uh, since I've gotten it, it's probably been the most game I've played this year so far. But um, other than that, just Outriders, Siege. Oh, yes. Pretty much whatever sub's been playing lately. I'm always <laughs> usually in there So has with... anyone
4: Has anyone else played Outriders? What do you think about it? I really want to play it, but I haven't played it yet. You know you can download yeah. it for free, right? I haven't
0: yeah. played it, so I'm probably going to have to download it. Because, um, again...
4: Wait. The okay. Review... I haven't
0: looked, and it was, like still on pre-order.
4: It's a demo. No,
3: it's a demo. Oh. Uh... There's a demo, demo. until the launch
1: of the game. See, it doesn't bring up the demo. Like when you go to click, like find something in the shop, it always goes to the like either the pre-order or the cheaper version. Like it doesn't show the demos or the um, ultimate editions unless you go searching for it.
4: Maybe so. type in Outriders demo. Demo. Yeah.
1: Oh. I didn't realize it was a demo. Yeah, it's so. a
4: demo. It's cross-play, so you can join any of us if you want. The only problem with it, it is only three players. It sucks because oh, yeah. there's a lot of us. So. That's a bit of a negative, but um, I since there's
2: four, four classes
0: as well. That... four classes too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's,
4: it's good though. I, I actually it, really it enjoy it. It makes sense
0: for it to be four player if there was four classes.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. But, well, Destiny, on, they've got three classes.
2: Like, yeah, I've only, I only played the Outriders demo for the first two days and then I went back to Destiny because it just made me want to play another looter shooter. Um, <laughs> i got, I got high hopes for it. Um I didn't want to burn myself out of the demo because there's only so much you can do in it. Obviously you can replay it with different classes and stuff like that. Um but I liked what I what I saw of it so I just thought, you know, I'm I'm happy with what I played. I'm going to wait till the full game comes out. So I don't really burn myself like there is that whole thing that if you keep playing the demo you can get some legendary gear. I know you've got some subby.
4: Yeah, I but... think it was a shotgun from memory. Pretty cool yep. looking shotgun. Yeah. So
2: I might I might go back just to see if I can get a couple of those, but yeah, demo's good, so I just want to play the full game, I don't want to burn myself out like
4: I did with the Anthem beta. Hmm. Alright, uh Fletcher, while you're talking, what are you playing at the moment, sir?
2: I've actually been into a lot, like you know, like funny enough, we were talking about early indie games, like uh, like some side-scrolling adventures, like I got to uh, do the review for Little Nightmares 2. And I really loved it so much and I never played the first one. So like I went straight back into that and that one started playing that one. Um, they're really great games. Like it, it makes me want to go back and play. Like I never finished Inside. Like I finished Limbo, but like those games are just so good. Like and I've re-downloaded Hollow Knight because I got to a certain point in that game where, <laughs> where I was just getting my ass handed to me. But it's a really, good really really good game. Like um, I think that was Australian developer actually as well if i think yeah, about it, it could have been actually yeah, it might
4: have been because
2: because i'm pretty sure there's a second one coming out so i figure i should go back and finish that one but yeah like really really great games um need to play more of them i'm not the best at platforming but yeah they're still really really fun and like i i played a lot of the dark souls games with Redgrave and uh <laughs> very very punishing and i obviously need a lot of help on that but i feel a little bit more confident playing those games so
4: and mel what are you doing before you wrap us up
0: um well i've played haven't been playing a huge amount besides the stuff that i've uh, been reviewing at the moment um and that's because my armor unit servers are currently down Um, so I played the Outer Worlds uh, DLC, um, which was fun. You can see the review for that one on the website. Um, I've also recently just uh, completed a review for another game, which is currently under embargo, so I can't really discuss that one at the moment anyway. But um, other than that, I've actually mostly just been playing with my new 3D printer because that's the thing now and it's fun.
4: What are you printing?
0: Stuff. Because I can. <laughs> <laughs> right at the, at the, look, at the moment, I'm not printing out too much. Um, I actually tried to print something off for a friend, and I did have a print failure. It's actually up here. Um, so Tigger has more of a speech impediment than he usually does. I'm not sure if you can see his lip because of my <laughs> light there. He almost looks kind of like a, a bit of a monkey um so yeah i've had a i've had a few print errors but um i've just been surfing the internet having a look at stuff um found some mortal kombat stuff that i kind of want to print out um there's some other game stuff that i'm looking at as well so yeah no mostly just um fixing up 3d models and getting them ready for printing instead of playing games because yeah it's new and it's fun and expensive.
2: I'll have to you up so you can make it print out. You, you print, print out a lot of more combat see. masks for when the movie how comes big, out.
4: Yeah, how big is it? How big can you do a print? Is that the biggest, that ticker statue? It's ticker figure? Is that the biggest?
0: no, I can do a little bit bigger actually. if I move this without knocking my camera. If I'm printing in one piece, because it's one of the resin ones, that's the size of my print head. Oh, yeah, okay. so that's that's the biggest to give you an idea. Um I can print if it's going to be printed as a single piece. Otherwise, if I'm printing individual parts, as long as we can cut them small enough to fit on this, so I can make it as big as we want. Hmm. So it's the uh Anycubic Photon Mono. It's good good bit of fun. And any uh, Anycubic, I know you probably don't watch gaming stuff, but I would like some more resin please. <laughs> Why not shout him out? But yeah, um, what about you there, Subby? What have you been doing since uh, since this Dude. is a topic that I forgot to bring up?
4: Yeah, it is. Uh, look, I've been a bit busy with a few other things to be honest. I haven't played a lot of games. Um, I've been I played the Outriders demo a little bit with the guys. Played a bit of Destiny yesterday with um, Morkbork. Was pretty good to get back into just because, like Fletcher said, I kind of just felt like going. Wanted to stick to the Outrider Destiny style, but I kind of didn't want to get too burnt out with playing the same levels over and over again with Des- um, Outriders. So, play, getting back into Destiny recently. New season, Redgrave, so get into it. Yep. I bought the season pass yesterday. Um, old Man Raid gone. Yeah, so it's going cross play soon. Is that what I hear? Destiny?
2: in season 15. So yeah. this is season 13. So yeah. season 15 was supposed to be when like the next biggest uh one come out which was which is the Witch Queen, but that's now been delayed to 2021. Oh, sorry, 2022. Like uh sorry, like um usually September November's when they want to do their big launches like every single year they do like a yearly like massive reset, but yeah, like last year I think it was a, a week before Beyond Light was supposed to come out They just pulled the pin and said We're struggling, we got to push it back And I think it pushed back about three months And there was just nothing to do In Destiny for a while So Now, yeah, well, like, you know, now that that's like Said yeah we're not even going to make it So we're just going to commit now <laughs> It's coming out next year But we'll give you something to do for the rest of the year
4: Yeah so I've been getting back into Destiny Mork carried me through the um, exotic mission That comes with the season pass last night Which is freaking annoying dude So much platforming, and the boss was a bitch. Fucking hated it. Hated every bit of it. But I got a dud. got a cool sniper rifle out of it. So I'll get that a test drive tonight, hopefully. But, um, yeah, look, I've been just dabbling in things. I dabbled into a bit of Diablo with Stace the other day. Playing mostly, probably playing mostly Siege, I'd say. Mostly Siege still. I just don't, I've just been busy with work and a few other things, so I haven't been able to play a lot i play a lot of games so yeah that's me
0: fair enough all right well i think that about wraps us up for uh season three episode two there guys so if you'd like to check out any of our new reviews or any of our latest news jump onto mkaUgaming.com. uh we do also have some sweet new merch so feel free to jump onto the merch site store store site get that right um, Subby, what was the, uh, what was the link for that one? I figured you will drop it in the description below, but, uh, for people that are listening. Uh, we've
4: created our own link. I think we've gone Nice. for the nice. merch link. We've made our own, which, which obviously forwards to who we've partnered with for our stuff now. So I just recently added jerseys to it. So you can actually get your name or gamertag or whatever you want on the back of them now i did notice someone's already don't purchased really. a couple i don't know if that's mm-hmm. any of you guys but someone has so yeah merch.com merch.mkugaming.com
0: awesome awesome all righty team well thank you very much for joining us and um that's it from me see you later guys Cheers. see ya see ya